Looking for a local spot to make swag for your brand, podcast, or anything in between? Eastside Pin Co. has experience making enamel pins, badges, keychains, medals, and patches. Have an idea of what you want? Chris can help bring your idea to life. You can find them online at eastsidepinco.com. That's E-A-S-T-S-I-D-E-P-I-N-C-O.com. And you can send all inquiries to chris at eastsidepinco.com. Mention this ad to take 10% off your order. Eastside Pinco. Hit them up. Hey, welcome back to Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm your host, Harold. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. We've got a very special episode today. The Escape OKC, our friends are in the house. What's going on, guys? Hey. Hey. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to today? I am Bridget Trowbridge, and I do marketing over at the Escape OKC. Uh, and Shay Ramsey, I do, I do, I do a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> technically, wear I, many hats. Yeah, uh, but technically, I'm the director of new operations. But I also uh, take a big hand in uh, game design and a bunch of the other kind of minutia there. Right on. Yeah, that's got to be a lot of fun, man. Um, for, the, for someone that maybe doesn't know what the escape is or know what the concept is, can you kind of explain what it is? Uh, yeah, so the Escape OKC is a live-action Escape the Room game. So you book a room with us, you go in there. Uh, there's a bunch of different puzzles and other game elements. You'll encounter kind of a little storyline, and they're all themed. Uh, and you got an hour to solve your way out of the game. And then you guys are located on 23rd Street. Right here in Oklahoma City. We recorded at Tower Theater, so you guys are, like, not too far away from us, which is cool. Yeah, we're in walking distance right next to the Gold Dome. Right. Man, it's such a cool little area. Like, there's so much stuff going on over here, which is what I love. Do you guys like kind of being in this area? Oh, yeah. I used to um, do a lot with the Uptown, like, Beautification Committee, and there's a lot of great people trying to make some cool stuff happen. Like, even in the past five years, I've seen so much growth. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant. Yeah. Um, nah, it's definitely dope. Um, we've done like uh, it's a lot of things. Like people do like team building type things and stuff like that, right? Oh yeah. No, uh, we get a lot of uh, team building. We also have like uh, we have like a thirty foot, uh, thirty five foot like team building trailer and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's dope. I remember when the Harry Potter festival was a thing. You guys did like a. Uh, like, a, a thing in the trailer and, like, brought the escape. And that thing, that line for that was, like, wrapped around, like, the block. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. That was that was a very insane thing that we did. And we also <laughs> made, we made a, a maze. maze, like the Triwizard Tournament. Oh, and shit. It was, That's yeah, right. It was mainly for children, but um, because, it, like, it wasn't very hard at all. But <laughs> there was a lot of adults in it. <laughs> I was like, hold on. They're, like, towering over the walls. <laughs> you can just walk through here. So, uh, fun fact about a fabric maze uh, in Oklahoma 
is you need about a ton of sand to hold it down. Because, Jesus, because of the wind? Uh, yeah, because it went, uh, decided to go for a walk. It was just going to go to the other side of the parking Jesus. lot we were in. <laughs> we had to chase it down. It was a, it was an adventure. Well, we, I remember that day in the, uh, one of the, one of the years I was there ended up being real cold. I think I that was the right. last one that we that did. That was wack. It was way further and the turnout was a, a lot different because of how cold it yeah. was. I was like, oh, I'm not, I don't want to stay outside. <laughs> did you dress as Draco at both? No, the first <laughs> the Draco Malfoy costume got me. Oh uh, yeah, the f- the first year I had like bleached hair, and right. so I was Draco, and then the second year I had brown hair, so I was like Harry Potter when he lives under the cupboard. Right, that was funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just remember the Draco costume. I was like, wow, this is hilarious. <laughs> uh, well, as uh, the listeners have heard, we did an ad on uh, the first episode of this month, um, but you guys have a new room. That's just opened up. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. So what's going on with that? So, yeah, uh, Tides of Treason has opened up, and it is our pirate room. So uh, full of all kinds of fun swashbuckling adventure and everything. Uh, really, oh, this thing's been about nine months in the making, and it has been a blast to make. Dude, yeah, I was going to say, that's got to be a lot of fun, like, putting that together for sure. Oh, yeah. No, just some of the stuff we've done in this one has, like, top everything we've done in the past. It's been so much fun. Like, uh, just how we've done the visual aesthetics. We've got, like, ship lapping up on the walls. It's just, like, you walk in there and you are in a pirate ship. Damn, that's tight. That is super cool. It's got to be tight to have, like, that kind of, like, a creative job, you know. when uh, Growing up, you can maybe, like, watch things like this. I remember... One thing that sticks out to me is, uh, uh, do you guys ever see Muppets on Treasure Island? Oh, yeah. So I remember it was funny. We got the DVD, and I say growing up, but, like, we got it in college, and we're, like, all me and my dork friends were, like, oh, man, this is awesome. Let's watch this. So, like, we got a whole bunch of people together at, like, a friend's house and, like, watched it. And I remember on the back, it was, like, rated PG, and it was, like, you know, it says, like, for violence, all that, whenever, why it says that it's rated whatever. It was like PG for swashbuckling violence. <laughs> and I just remember dying laughing at that. Like, that is so ultra specific. Like, that is too funny. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, I was going to say that's got to be cool to be in a field like that where you can kind of use your creativity. And I was, you know, as like an intro for that, I thought it would be cool to hear what you guys are kind of into growing up. Like, was there any cartoons? You know, of course, this, this is the Toonstoons podcast. <laughs> uh but I wanted to talk to you guys about maybe the cartoons you remember growing up watching or ones that stuck out to you because it's like, I don't know, it's it's so fun to have like that kind of thing as a kid and then to grow up and still be able to be creative and like have that kind of influence on what we do in our day-to-day lives. So like not everybody gets to do that, so I think that's really cool. But what do you guys uh, remember from growing up? Um. Well... For me, I came from like a super religious background, so the oh, so, first so Bible man. <laughs> yeah, the first cartoons we had was like, like uh, Jesus healing leprosy, and I was like, oh my gosh, the special effects in here, and it's like <laughs> like terrible hand drawn cartoons. I'm like, this is awesome. At the time, though, you're like, this is the <laughs> shit. Yeah, I know. I'm like, this is all, this is all I have for reference. But the first, I mean, once we got older, like. There were probably people who watched these same cartoons when they were younger, and I just didn't see them until I was older, like Dexter's Lab and Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And the first, like, animation series that I really followed was Avatar. Oh, nice. Nickelodeon. Mm. 
I remember um, I I was way too into this for how old I was, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the finale was coming on, and I was in the middle of like text breaking up with my boyfriend, and I was like, I just need this to end faster so that I can. <laughs> Jesus. Can you get along with it? I gotta watch uh, Aang and all these guys. Yeah, I'm like, uh, the Fire Nation is coming, so... Uh, dude, Fire Lord yeah. Ozai is about to be taken out. Uh, Can you wrap it up, yeah. pal? <laughs> I know. I'm like, who needs feelings right now? That We we talked... That one's actually come, uh, come up quite a bit, and um, it's just funny, because I think about the other stuff that was on Nickelodeon at the time, and it's just like, that show is such an outlier, because it came on, like, before Buttigly Martians... And then after Jimmy Neutron. And it's just like, what an outlier of a show. Like, I don't remember what shows it was, but it's like, that is such a unique episode to be in that block of stuff. Because I remember I used to watch it on Saturdays. I don't know when you watched it. I can't remember. But they would show it, I mean, and they would, sometimes they would do a thing where they would show like a, several episodes in a row. But I just always remember seeing that show when I was a kid and it was just like, um... Like, why is this show on here? Like, I it always felt like more of a Cartoon Network show to me. Because Cartoon Network had, like, a... Uh, they'd kind of cornered, like, the anime market, you know? Oh, yeah, that old Toonami block. Yeah. So, that fe- I always felt like a show that would have had a good home on Toonami. But it was just, like, so funny that it ended up being on Nickelodeon. And it was, like, a Canadian? American produced? Something like that? Yeah, and no, so the, the background on that is, like, crazy. Like, it was just a... Like, I think they were on King of the Hill is what they animated on originally. So they came from, like, that Mike Judge line. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't, you know, because, like, King of the Hill had, like, a crazy, like, animation guidelines. And then they're like, all right. It's like, I want to do something actually creative. Yeah, I mean, that was a dope show, too. A lot of cool characters, um, great storylines. What was, uh, was there anything specific that stuck out to you about that show that you loved that you just always remembered? Or was it just, like, the show as a whole? I think it. I think the storyline and the arcs were much because you know I was used to cartoons being they didn't have a whole story. Right, just like Monster of the Week episode. Yeah, Yeah. Um, which I'm now that my kid's old enough, I'm like back into cartoons, and uh, and so the Amazing World of Gumball is like (laughs) my favorite thing ever. And it doesn't (laughs) it doesn't have a long story arc, but you can pick up any episode and you're like, yes, right, just as thrilled. Yeah. That is true. I mean, at the time, especially before, especially before you got into like anime or anything like that, everything is very like self-contained. You know, you had like Power Rangers stuff like that. It's like, okay, we start out with the good guys. They're hanging out. Okay, there's a conflict. They fight them. They beat them. Oh, they become the big guy, and then they beat the big guy, and then they're back to hanging out again. And you could kind of predict that it was going to be like that for 22 minutes. Like every <laughs> every episode, this is exactly what it was. Just switch out what the conflict was and so that was like an interesting thing with shows like that was kind of getting used to that because we'd been used to more of this like self-contained like we're gonna see a story and it's gonna be completed in 22 minutes but it's just so different whenever you get into anime or shows like that that are just you know more of like a it builds on the story continuously so that that's definitely one that comes up a lot Shay, was there one that you uh, a show that stuck out to you that you wanted to talk about? Oh man, uh, so I had the opposite experience of Bridget growing up in that like my family didn't like care what I watched. Like my grandma would be like, "I rented him the cartoon from the video store." My mom's like, "That's South Park." Jesus, like, you can't. She's like, "I was wondering why those little boys are cussing so much." I'm like, "Oh, nanny," but <laughs> yeah, no. But 
I kind of grew up in a rural area. So I, you know, I was like 12 miles out of the closest town. So I only had, uh, you know, anime and cartoons really to fill the time. So like, uh, man, back when Toonami had like Yu Yu Hakusho, yeah. Sailor Moon, like DBZ, I like, you know, just name a shonen thing. And like to this day, I still have a giant like soft spot for shonen stuff. Like my wife had never seen Yu Yu Hakusho. So we just mainlined through that. Uh, she's, you know, I was like, no, you, you don't understand. Kuwabara is actually best boy. So, <laughs> dude, Kuwabara is a very underrated character dude, for sure. She's like, she's like, he's like the opposite of like, like, you know, normal anime that like the character is a little misogynistic. She's like, but he's just genuinely positive masculinity. I'm like, yeah, man. That's his whole, that's his whole vibe. Yeah. And his, ca- his voice actor is crazy. <laughs> oh, you're Mechi. Oh, you're Mechi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, fucking A. Like, you could not. Think that voice up. That's so funny. Same uh, guy who voiced uh, Vegeta and Piccolo, I believe. Was it Chris Sabat? Or? Yeah, it was Chris Sabat. And, uh, dude, My Hero Academia right now is... Fucks me all the way up. Oh, dude. All Might's best dad. Like, I'm like, All Might, please. <laughs> like, I watch it, and she's like, are you crying? I'm like, no, you're crying. Dude, that show... Have you watched... Are you familiar with My Hero at all? I have not. Man, it's pretty good. I don't know if you're, like, super into anime or anything, but... Like... That's a pee good show. You, you watch it, and you're like, man, I should go, like, do cardio and lift things yeah. so I can be the best me. I should have a better life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm, one of those where you're like, damn, I'm not doing enough. Man, I'm letting All Might down. <laughs> it always killed me with a, going back to Yu Yu Hakusho, show, mm-hmm. that um, freaking Kuwabara looked like Blake Griffin. <laughs> that ki- When someone told me that before, I was just like, I lost my shit. So my college roommate had, like, unintentionally had a pompadour haircut, and, like, he refused to watch it. I'm like, no, dude, you look like Kuwabara. Oh, you're in it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I don't understand what you're saying, Shay. I'm like, <laughs> you're like a robotic Kuwabara. You don't even understand. I always identified with Hie in that show because I'm a short, I'm a short guy, and he's a short guy. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, dude, Gen- Genkai is my personal favorite character. Oh yeah, Genkai is awesome. Because like, we're just like fucking a. Like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> I feel bad you're just, like, back and forth, like, what the oh, fuck are these no. nerds talking this about? This is kind of like the rest <laughs> of work. Yeah. So. Bridget had to deal with me, like, explaining why Piccolo is the best dad. He is. The best dad Gohan ever had. Yeah. I don't mind the Piccolo. The other guy's name is, like, just fucking weird. The Vegeta. Oh, yeah. Are we allowed to cuss on here? Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. <laughs> I forgot to tell you that. Oh, that's good. I was, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to slip up. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's uncensored for yeah. sure. So good. I can't be going through all that and editing everything like that. It's gonna take too long. Yeah, it is funny because like I, I sometimes I do forget forget to tell people that it's like uncensored. I so th- it'll be like that. They'll be like, "Can I say butt?" And I'm like, "Ugh." <laughs> just I'm say always. Butt. I'm like, I will say the f word within ten minutes. <laughs> Someone should stop me. I know we have to hit the reset. Uh, zero, <laughs> zero days since she said fuck. <laughs> hit the the doomsday clock and reset. Yeah, man, you get on a good DBZ rant, and you just got to <laughs> drop them F-bombs. But, yeah, no, that's I, – I grew up watching, like, a ton of Shonen stuff. And then, like, oh, I guess when Fooly Cooly – Oh, yeah. And, like, Cowboy Bebop hit, like, Saturday Night Toonami is when I guess I entered real anime, quote-unquote. Because I still remember Fooly Cooly watching that at, like, 11, 12 years old, and it's like, wait – Anime can be this. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck is this show? This is a show, Bridget, that's like it's like six episodes or something. It's it, super short. It's the, But it's like one of the most like acclaimed series 
Wait, of all time. It's called Fooly Cooly. Oh, but it, it was stylized as like FLCO. You've probably seen that before, maybe. Yeah. It, probably not. No, she hasn't. It's, in, <laughs> it's insanely meta of like the genres and everything of just anime in general. And it's it's great. That and, dude, Gundam. Like, Oh, really? Which, uh. I was a fan of G Gundam. Oh, yeah. G with my burning hand. <laughs> because, like, you know, I mean, Jiminy Crockett, man, uh, you know. Neo Americas. There's like, are you familiar with the Gundam franchise at all? You probably have seen like, it's like all the fuck boys (laughs) from Gundam Wing. Oh yeah, Gundam Wing. It just, it's like the most vanilla of this series of Gundam. It's like these giant robots, you know. Oh, okay, yes. So, um, Gundam Wing was like the big one that they like. It basically kicked the whole like Gundam craze off here in the United States. But it's, like, the most, like, melodramatic show you ever see in your life. Oh, like, yeah. all the characters are so emo, and it's yeah. hilarious. Pick your anime but they have sad am- boy. Yeah, they have amazing names, though. It's, like, Trey's Kushrenata and... Hero Yui. Yeah. Um, what are some of the other crazy names that were in that? Troa Barton. Oh, yeah, it's... Zex Marquise. Like, did you just try to think of, like, the coolest names you could to like name all these characters so trying to get the wife to watch through that with me we get there and every time they said lieutenant zex she's like is he saying zex (laughs) (laughs) i think that's what bridget thought just now she was like what oh but yeah uh and then uh code geass like when i was oh yeah i never got into geass it so it simultaneously has some of the best like giant robot politics anime and then it also has some of the worst like slice of life high school stuff so every time i try to get someone through it, i'm like it's gonna be great you just have to make it through these first six episodes and they'll stop the like oh no how's he going to lead a political revolution <laughs> and go to the prom dude yeah the a lot of these shows are so funny the way that they would tie in like these super overtly like political storylines and it's like i thought these kids were in high school like what but they're all part of like they're all basically pawns in this revolution that they're trying to do it's like a struggle between like these people that live out in space and the people that still live on earth Mm -hmm. and it's just like i don't know sometimes it feels like a lot of anime is like how much shit can i fit into one show okay we got giant robots got good looking kids we got political we got you know i mean it's like oh yeah you go on the typical jrpg arc too because if it goes sufficiently long enough it's like what are they doing they're fighting god yeah (laughs) well that's like evangelion man like they start cloning and like that show starts as like a that show ends as a completely different show as it started as and you're like what the fuck even is this show now like it's just like the funny thing about anime is like there definitely is something for everyone but there's some shit that like no one should ever watch so it's like i don't know pick your poison (laughs) you know simultaneously you get like you know you know, metaphysical commentary but then on the other side of it you have naruto running and the pirate rap from one piece yeah, best of both worlds. Get you a guy that can do both. Yeah, no, but uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure right now has been my jam. Oh man, that show is crazy. We actually um, had the uh, privilege of uh, interviewing Chris J. Alex. He uh, voiced ACDC in oh. the dub, and so Joseph Joestar is my favorite <laughs> of the JoJo's because you that. should. We will start a whole new branch of the podcast here where we all just watch. JoJo's with Bridget <laughs> just to get your reactions to that show because that show is just fucking bananas. Oh, so good. It's very good. Out. 
We went, we're going to do, uh, I have to hit you up. I think we're going to do an episode on JoJo's soon. Oh, dude, I love me some JoJo's. I'm trying to watch like a good chunk of it. So at least I know what the hell to talk about. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. No, it just goes off the rails immediately. Yeah. <laughs> every, every new judge is like, oh, this first episode, this seems okay. We're here. We're, he's fighting ACDC now. Yeah. Well, we, um, Bridget talked about, um, Avatar a little bit, but the way you said before kind of cracked me up. It was like. All the Bible adventure stuff. Did you ever watch like Veggie Tales or anything like that? Oh, we <clears throat> we weren't allowed to watch Veggie Tales. <laughs> Are you serious? Because <laughs> that was more Catholic. And oh we were my not Catholic. god! So yeah, we watched the Nest Bible shows. Um, I don't know. That was just the brand of it. So, oh, okay, it was like the yeah the channel or whatever yeah. is the Nest. They wanted it to be more because um, we were also like the King James version of the Bible. So anything that wasn't like really strict. Wow. Traditional. They were like, ugh. Yeah, we're like a, a real specific rowdy. flavor of, of uh, Christian. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, this is, this is pretty intense. But over time, they got they got relaxed. But but most of my growing up was more of like American cartoons. Cartoon Network. Okay. Some Nickelodeon. But yeah, my, my brother went and he really liked anime and manga. And for the longest time, I would not watch anime because I was like, man, that's kind of weird. Well, that's you're, <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know what's going on there, uh, but yeah. So I, I mean, just pretty, pretty normal cartoons. This is the funny thing about anime is that there's um, one of my friends got into like riding like bicycles because there's a cycling anime. There's an anime about um, kids on a volleyball team. There's an anime about cooking, about basketball, soccer. Uh, there's an anime about being in an orchestra, like playing instruments. You're lying April, stuff like that. And so I'm like, man, it's literally, I don't know. It's like one of those things that in Japan, it's more considered a media of its own instead of just like cartoons. There's really like, I don't know, going over, like it'd be like going over to Japan and asking someone if they watch anime. It'd be like if you're here and you're like, ask someone if they watch TV. Like, it's duh. like yeah, they're like one and the same. So it's like it's definitely one of those cultural things. And like Shay said, like I think Toonami did a great job of kind of bridging that gap of like, okay, we're not gonna show the crazy extreme stuff off right off the bat, but here's kind of like the vanilla middle of the ground stuff that pretty much anybody can get into. Oh yeah, it's like here's your here's your you know, you're in our shonen demographic. We'll give you some shonen stuff. <laughs> you're like this is this is just watered down. I mean, everyone watched. Sailor Moon, everyone watched Pokemon and Digimon and all that stuff. Yeah, that was an interesting thing about Toonami, Shay. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've um, read or or seen anything that they've done um, retroactively about some of the dubs that they did, but they, um, a lot of the dubs on Toonami were um, for kids, was like a company that did, they were the ones that did the voiceover for the English version of these shows, Bridget. And it was like, so interesting to hear about this stuff later or even like at the time there would be like the night block of Toonami where it'd be Gundam Wing unedited or uncensored and you're like what the fuck and so you'd watch it and it'd be such subtle things that they changed in some in some shows and I don't know if we we've talked about it on the show before we've done like a Toonami episode and you know we do a, I do a show about anime so of course Toonami comes up quite a bit but um it's just interesting to hear some of these differences, like in specifically Gundam Wing. Yeah. They would say things like, uh, if you watch it during the day, like when you got home from school, it would say, uh, we're going to destroy them. Uh, but if you watch it, the unedited, they'd say, I'm going to kill them. So it's like 
more of like a kid friendly like um translation basically like dub one of the most um controversial things they did though was in sailor moon two of the sailor scouts are actually lovers two of the girls are sailor oh is it uranus and neptune hilariously enough (laughs) one of them was uranus (laughs) and uh it was one of those things like in in the dub when you watch it like in when you got home after school um they kind of repackaged that line or that storyline as like oh they're cousins it made it really weird. I'm like, well, does that make it better or I worse? know, and I'm like, kissing cousins, I guess? <laughs> yeah. Sailor Moon set in Arkansas. Yeah. Um, oh, dude. You can tell also when someone watched Sailor Moon growing up uh, in what they call Sailor Moon, if she's Serena or if she's Usagi. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's just funny. Like, there's, like, a lot of these subtle differences that happen, but the biggest point, the biggest point of contention is definitely that Sailor Moon one where they, because heaven forbid, we have gay characters. Yeah, but a lot of that stuff um, really paved the way for no stuff doubt. that we have now, like Steven Universe or any other show that has any kind of, like, character like that or yeah. a character that's, like, you know, LGBTQ. Like uh, Steven Universe is so good. Live. That's one that's, like, even still now, um, my nephew's watched a little bit of it, and I'm not, I'm, I don't actively, like, have Cartoon Network and, like, watch a lot of those shows, but it's, like, I'll see stuff every now and again from Steven Universe, and I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe they show this to kids. Like, no, That show is like... It's, so, it's good enough for adults, is my is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, damn, this is a kid's show? Like, I would watch the shit out of this. It does almost like a Twin Peaks level of just like dropping these little tidbits of lore. It's like, oh, this episode, Steven made a watermelon version of himself. Also, there might have been like space genocide. It's like, what? What? <laughs> just a second. Oh, watermelon Steven. It's like, no, can we go back? You... you is Steven's mom a war criminal? Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, I think a lot of the shows that have come out, I'd say in the last 10 years, definitely owe a lot to, like, blocks like Toonami, people, showrunners, taking risks on stuff like that and mm-hmm. showing it, even if it's, like, in a very edited way. Oh, yeah. Um, but they would still be able to shoehorn it in with, like, that Toonami unedited. I yeah. can't remember what it was called. It was, like, was uncensored, the- some yeah. shit like that. Uh I mean, the one that had it worse, speaking of pirate things and with the new pirate room, poor One Piece. Oh, yeah. That four kids dub of One Piece. Yeah, we should have brought that up for sure. There's a whole, it's a, a anime about, like, these people that venture around. It's like yeah. pirates. But, like, one of the characters is, like, always smoking, so they had to go into, like, every scene and edit yeah. it as, like, a lollipop. Like, four kids, whenever they acquired the, like, IP, they did not watch any of it. They're like, this is a, the hottest new it's thing. It's a new Japan. thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And they're like, oh, we can't actually air half the episodes. <laughs> like, they cut out entire arcs of the show because, like, yeah, no, we can't. Well, it's got enough fucking episodes that they could show. It's like oh, 10 million episodes. A lot of those shows I can't get into just based on, like, man, I'm not going to watch 500 episodes of this show. Like, are you crazy? Oh, yeah, no, 600. At, and it's like, I think the creator's like, yeah, you know, we probably are three-fourths of the way through. I'm like. He just likes making yeah, money. I know, right? <laughs> Some of those, I'm just like, man. And it could be a good story and everything, but I'm just like, dude, I cannot keep up with that to that was watch Nar- that many episodes. Naruto for me. It's like, everyone's like, yeah, it's really good, but like, here's a watch list. Because you can't, like, it's mostly filler through here. I'm like, yeah. Well. When you have to have, like, a freaking guy to watch the show, like, skip episodes 78 through 200. And you're like, what the hell? Like, like nah, I'll just I'll just troll the Naruto fans. By the way. <laughs> you mean Broto's dad? Yeah. I actually said that it was funny, like as a joke, because uh, uh, 
when Boruto came out, mm-hmm. I was like making fun of Naruto. And I was like, Naruto, more like Boruto. <laughs> and it's actually a show. So my friend was like, bro, that's like a show. Yeah, that's a and I was song. like, yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> my guy. So Bridget, I want to uh, go more into detail on this upbringing of yours from the <laughs> from the church. Well, I grew up in the church too. And so, but not as like, I, I guess it was like the diet version of yours because it was like, well, I was Baptist, like Southern Baptist. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I was Mormon, so. Oh, yeah, shit, okay. I didn't like know if it was Mormon version. or what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was really strict. My parents have come a long way, though. They've come a long way, and everyone's a lot more chill. But, you know, I mean, once you have a kid, I do feel like, especially, you know, in the 90s, they didn't have internet. They couldn't be like, hey, what? How do you teach your kid? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my kid to find out about coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. I remember once um, we were talking about Temptations. Stop me! If I I'm, love that I'm band. Derailing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, they were like, okay, my girl. We're gonna go around the room and talk about our temptations. And I was like, well, sometimes when I'm in the grocery store, because you know they used to have the coffee aisle, where you right. grind your own coffee, and I was like. I think it smells good, and it makes me curious. <laughs> they pulled me aside after no class. Way. They were like, that's a little too far. What? Yeah, no, like, one of the other kids' temptations was sometimes my mom will make me do something, and I'll have an angry thought because I don't want to do it. And I was like, wow. So you're a human being. I know. I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but I think I'm getting it wrong, and I'm 13, and I know that some- something's not right. I don't know. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. It was really, really intense. But like I said, I think everyone has chilled. I don't go to church anymore, but I'm pretty sure everyone's chilled out of it. The worst thing that happened to us was that we didn't dance. Uh, The whole Baptist thing, you know. (laughs) My family is Cowboy Church. Oh, uh, shit. Two and a half hours of country western (laughs) poetry. Like some dude was like, just took a Johnny Cash song and like, you know, just threw Jesus in there like six or seven times. (laughs) I'm like, I'm glad it's open mic morning, but... What it had going for it, it was in a field, but they would slow roast a cow like once a month. Jesus. So like good barbecue. <laughs> That's clutch, man. Yeah, no, it was really weird being a weave out in like the sticks. It was. Where are you from? Did you say? Oh, uh, you know where Duncan is? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm 12. I was 12 miles outside of that. What's the name of the town? Uh, or if you don't have to say if you don't want to say. There's not a town. Uh, oh, technically, shit. I went to school at the rural collective. Unincorporated territory or some shit. Yeah, pretty much. I lived on like a county road. Uh, but we went, uh, my high school was Empire. Wow. Uh, we had 32 people. Love their pizza. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm familiar. Uh, a guy I work with is from Henrietta. I am aware of that. And then a, a, a girl I work with is from McAllister. Oh, and so I'm like, God damn, like y'all are from the sticks. <laughs> uh, dude, su- Southern Oklahoma is a forsaken place. I'm trying to remember where my brother lives out near um, Atoka. Okay. Um, I can't remember what prison's out there, but he's locked up there. Like he's just gonna he's gonna chill there for a while. <laughs> yeah, he's there for another five to ten. <laughs> um, now that's I mean, yeah, and so just hearing their experiences and like how like <laughs> shit was when they were growing up and like in high school, I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, I think the guy that uh, I work with that went to Henrietta. He was like, I graduated with thirty people. Yeah, I was like, God damn, that's how many people were in my row. Oh, dude, <laughs> I went to a six A high school, so like oh, I went to a big like. I would see people at graduation, like, the, when we graduated, I was like, how the fuck did I miss a pregnant girl the whole time? Like, where has she been? <laughs> where'd you Where'd you go? Memorial. Edmund Memorial. Oh, dude, I went 
going to Santa Fe. Oh shit. Yeah, we I think I think we started out with like a 600 class. I think we ended up with 400. Oh shit. Graduating. Jeez. There was a lot of stuff that's, that happened. That's how much oh, was well, like Santa Fe. Yeah. My entire pre-K through 12th grade was 500 people. Damn. Yeah, it was a is weird. Uh coming to the city for college like I had dial-up internet till 2010. Holy shit. I played WoW on a dial-up connection. My God. It was... Uh, You're like, get off the phone. I know. Everyone's like, WoW Classic's back. I'm like, not my WoW Classic. Dude, that's... <laughs> yeah. You still dial-up at the house just to be really retro? Yeah. It's like, I can't go into <laughs> any of the big cities. Can you even get dial-up? Can you call them and be like, I want dial-up? They'd probably laugh at you. I thought they still had it in like rural areas. Dude, I'm trying to avoid <laughs> saying that word at all costs. I know. I have a hard time. <laughs> rural... English is my second language. That's a fun fact for you today. Is it really? I learned oh. sp- uh, Spanish first. Huh. Uh, started learning Spanish and then English after. Yeah, but when did you learn English? Uh, I guess, I mean, I kind of learned them together, but I first started learning it Spanish. Like you, like there's, I mean, there's. I feel like I have a hard time on words that you shouldn't have that hard of a time on. Rural is one that... Damn, I did. I nailed it then. I know. I'm like, you said it right every time. That The word in question that I just mentioned was... Uh, Always been one. I mean, that's one that everybody has a hard time with. But uh, you say it with the the uh, Southern Oklahoma accent. Just don't open your mouth. Just a roll, 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 roll. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> I was actually gonna ask you about something different, but I'm glad you told me about. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna ask? I was gonna ask you about the music that you guys listen to when you're. Oh, oh. Because okay. this is the tunes. <laughs> tunes. Music podcast. like that is my thing. Anime was not my thing. Music, it was my thing. Um. So for the longest time, we were also forbidden to, you know, listen to any music. Like, I remember my parents being like, oh, you can listen to Backstreet Boys, not, not in sync. And then they have, like, they have <laughs> these awful, awful CDs where, like, <laughs> the people of the church will redo common pop songs. But, like, a pro- I was like, this it's is the wow The WoW Worship worst. stuff? Yeah, it was kind of like that. Oh, okay. But even more Mormon. Um, or... <laughs> even- or they would take hymns. They would take hymns and turn them into rock songs. Wow. And I was like, why are we dancing to this? Let's put a, a trap beat on Come Thou Found. The worst. <laughs> yeah, but I remember um, <laughs> I remember when Yahoo Music came out. And I was, like, sneaking over to the computer, which was totally protected and in a public area so that it could be monitored Get at you all a time. VPN. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh but it was still like that was that was worth smuggling to me. Like I, uh, you know, I I remember I went through super emo phase. Oh and, shit! Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm familiar. <laughs> and uh, my mom found a, a Green Day CD. You know the one that wow. like the like American I Idiot like or is it like Dookie? Like uh, it like, was it was American okay. Idiot. I feel like that's a tough one. Yeah. Well, she for like, your mom to find it, find it and be like, shit. Oh. It gets better. Okay, so she broke that CD in front of me fuck? and had this long conversation. But That's then shit. I rented a Marilyn Manson book from the library. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're, like, running the opposite <laughs> way of what they wanted you to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was, like, I got cut off from a lot of things after that. And they're like, well, we're not going to destroy this because c- it's a library book. And I was like, well, clearly I made a good choice there. You're like, checkmate. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, they... Uh, they ha- they just censored pretty much everything after that, but fuck <laughs> nay, Jeez. man, you really went yeah, Green Day and Marilyn Manson. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, sure yeah. y'all listen to like Michael W. Smith or some shit. 
I can't think of any Mormon singers. The guy from Neon Trees, I think, was Mormon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Brandon Flowers, I think, is Mormon. Yeah. Oh. And they're like, but, but, and then there was like, there was a couple of like singing groups that I can't remember, like the Osmonds. I think they just like wow. sing in Brandon's. <laughs> I don't, wow. I don't know. Yeah, no. Um, I think if you're Mormon and go into like a career as a rock star or a musician, it doesn't, doesn't last long. Yeah, church stuff is pretty wild when it comes to music. Um, yeah. it is funny because like, there's definitely like the youth pastor that's like, trying to guide you, you know, and he's like, doesn't necessarily want you to listen to like Eminem and all that stuff. <laughs> so they kind of do that thing where they meet you in the middle where they're like, oh, okay, you like so-and-so, well, check out this Christian artist that you could buy at Mardell or whatever. And so I had that happen to me a lot, which is funny. So like you get real like cheesy rappers like KJ52 is like someone I remember growing up. There's like this band called Family Force 5. Oh. It was like a, do you remember them? No, but it just—it it does sound bad, but yeah, it's like all like the the equivalent of like the pot, kind of like what you're saying. That it's like, oh, do you like so and so? Well, this is the Christian equivalent of that, and it's like, oh man, that is rough. Yeah, my husband—he um, was really, really—he was. We met. We got married because of music, pretty much. Um, but he he got away with uh there's a lot of heavy metal bands that are like oh we're christian heavy metal oh yeah like august burns red stuff like yeah. that creed. and there was one creed. <laughs> what creed is like if eddie vetter went to sunday school <laughs> what were you saying bridget uh, there was a there was one i can't remember i can't remember which one it was but we went to gosh and you might know i don't i don't like heavy metal but they know how to put on a show. Oh, yeah. Um, but we went to one. We saw one not too long ago. And, uh, like, shortly after the concert, one of the lead singers was, like, arrested for trying to have his wife murdered. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Who <laughs> yeah, was that? see? And I was like, I'm pretty uh, sure. As I Lay Dying? Yeah. Or As Blood like, Runs Bla Black? I thought it was As I Lay Dying. It might I be As I, I Lay Dying. Know. I think so. Holy shit. Yeah, I was just like, oh, you're so Christian. Yeah, it's not very Christian of you. It's like, whatever, I want money. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. It's pretty serious. I do remember that. It was a Christian band, and it was just like, dang. That's one of those things where you're like, Christian band, really? <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. I can't imagine you at a show like that, because we're both pretty small people, so it's like, oh my I would get my ass kicked at a show like that, for I, sure. Okay, I have to say, though, shout out to the metal community, because they... I don't know if they're just kind. They will watch out that is for true. women. Yeah. Like they are like, oh man, I did see a girl get punched in the face once. God. It was a total accident. <laughs> it was damn. a total accident. But okay, this was. I don't know if this is metal or what. It was. It's like this new wave music. I'm now at an age where I'm not sure what this music is called. I don't know what these kids are <laughs> listening to. Yeah, but the okay, so the kids will will get all angry like and twirl their arms what is that like hardcore dancing i think so yeah and so Are this they, guy like, skanking around punched this bitch in the face and her <laughs> nose started bleeding <laughs> i was like poor thing why are you here you should have moved see i am like i'm pretty low contact i have to admit so i would not enjoy it's funny because like i would like those kind of bands but it's like man i don't want to go to a show and get beat up oh, no. like i don't want that <laughs> i'll listen to him at the back First concert I ever went to is Warp Tour, and like, oh my god, we were wandering around like the friends I went with, and uh, escaped the fate 
that band was there with the original lead singer, the dude who just murdered the guy in Vegas. Yeah, what's up with all these people killing motherfuckers? <laughs> but, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, well, this poor, like, this poor kid, like, he's big. He's a big boy. They crowd surfed him into the mosh pit. We just see his shoe go flying. Damn. We never see him surface. And this lead singer is, like, cracking a monster. He has a case of it on there. Cracks, takes a sip, and wings it at someone in the audience, just, like, clocking people left Shit. and right in the head. I'm just like, <laughs> my friend's like, you want to go mosh? And I'm like, Fuck no, no dude. I'm like, I will die. I ain't trying to catch a goddamn can to the head. Yeah. I'm like, jeez. Guys are wusses. I'm not, yeah, I'm not <laughs> on Bridget's level for sure. It well, you can just walk under people's legs and stuff. That's true. No, they lift me up. <laughs> That's imagine if you get like you got hit, like it would be like a Muppet, like you just go flying like Kermit out of the mosh pit. I just don't want anyone your husband to, would just like, put you in his pocket and walk off, and you'd be fine. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know. I don't meet pin- many people that are smaller than me, so I have to like really make it a point. I, I don't meet very many people that are smaller than me. That I feel like kids. I've met like, oh my gosh. Now that my kid goes to school, like the fifth graders, they have like this lineup. Fifth graders help the younger ones, and I'm like. Shit, these fifth graders are taller than me. Dude, what that, am I doing wrong? That's how I feel about my nephew. My nephew's like almost to my eyes, and I'm like, dude, you're like 11. Why are you this tall already? <laughs> I like capped out. I was like the tall kid in middle school, and then I just I peaked too early. Oh no, I was always, I was always a small person. Fuck, I was always the smallest. That's my cross to bear. Yeah. <laughs> my kid got her dad's jeans though, so she's already like they're like he will do laundry and put. My clothes in her pile. And I'm like, really? She's seven. Damn. I'll have you know. That's my shirt. <laughs> I know. Jeez. I know. Me and my wife are both short. My wife's 5'2", and then I'm 5'6". Mm. So I'm like, fuck, man. The kids are going to be short as hell if we have kids. But my dad's six, like over six feet tall. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. My why didn't I get the tall? Why didn't, I get, why didn't I get the height? My parents were you guys' height. so. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. And all of us were really short. So there you go. Kids are gonna be five feet. Oh, we have a good exit. Yeah, we have a good gauge of what yeah. we might get. That's <laughs> all. That's all you get. Ugh. So Shay, you said you went to like Warp Tour for your first uh, concert. Oh. What what were the kind of bands you were into growing up? Uh, dude, I was like, so once again, I went to like Cowboy School. It was a bunch of cowboys right and then like my weeb emoness. So like, I mean, Green Day's American Idiot came out, and I, you know. Like, 13-year-old Shay's like, man, I'm real politically woke now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like George Bush either. Yeah. yeah. So, I got... So, have you ever heard of Anti-Flag? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I was insufferable. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I got an... An- <laughs> Warped Tour, I got an Anti-Flag, like, album, and I'm like... People have to deal with I was like, have you heard the song Depleted Uranium's a war crime? I'm like... Jesus. I'm like... But no, it's like... Their fucking song titles are like a thesis statement. Like, what? <laughs> I don't think I have yet to have a PhD to just listen to it. Yeah, no. To this, uh, to this day, it's how I remember the half life of uranium. Oh my god! <laughs> but so. that, and then I got like Fallout Boy and Mike and Romance because I was as you do, lame. yeah, the was, used and all that. I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you do you see how flippy my bangs are? Of course, I listen to <laughs> MCR. At the time of this recording, a little peek behind the curtain here. Um, um, my friend Luke that I work with, he just has. Just went and saw Incubus at the Criterion, and I was low key kind of bummed that I didn't get to go. Um, did you ever listen to Incubus? Oh yeah, Dude. oh yeah. I'm I wanted to go so bad. Now. Yeah, I'm like, I just I can't do 
I can't do concert. I, I go to bed at nine o'clock. So anything I just, later than that. Man, I don't know. So the last show I went to was um was uh I don't know if it was the last one, but one of the last shows I went to was Hawthorne Heights <gasps> and What? Emory. Oh, wait, this was recent, right? Yeah, because em- I was like, hold on. <laughs> well they opened recently they opened for Newfound Glory, but I saw them before that at the 89th Street with Emory. Emory opened for them. And they're both on like 15-year tours of like The Week's End and Silence in Black and White. And I remember going and I'd met a buddy there and we were just like normal doing our thing. And man, about the time, like after Emory finished up, I'm like, dude, I'm like tired of standing already. <laughs> like I'm like, shit. I, my knees hurt. I can't do these shows anymore. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the last <laughs> show I went to, I was like, oh, I'm getting too old for this. I'm just going to watch it. You got a seated two- area? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't. Well, and I used, okay, okay. So, hold on. I want to go back to the 89th Street. Do it, do it. What was your favorite show there? I saw Valencia and Ann Arbor um, right after, <sighs> what is the name of that album? It was after... Valencia's album that came out in like 2009 or 10 but they were touring that album and they came to the conservatory with Ann Arbor it was like a co-headlining tour and that's up there man I did also see um, Straylight Run there so I'm like I don't know I have some good memories there but I've seen some good shows there Andrew Bell I saw Andrew Bell when he came through um, but I would have to say if I have to pick one it'd probably be that Valencia show it was crazy oh my gosh what about you Oh, I've seen a, I've seen a lot there, and and to be honest, the first time I went there, I was like, man, this is such a shithole. It's ratty. For it's sure. such a shithole. But you know, no, I heard you say the conservatory, so I know you're yeah, familiar the, with the, the conservatory before the remodel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there was one time I went, I was like, uh, so we saw MC Chris there. Oh uh, shit, he's coming back too. <laughs> yeah, I actually liked MC Lars was there, and I actually liked him better performing. But there was Damn. there was a lot of like weird nerdy stuff and people were like dressed up as like Velma it was weird but <laughs> but I went into the bathroom and I'm like god damn it like one of these toilets is broken the one that isn't broken and I mean broken not not working but physically yeah like broken the porcelain half. is broken yeah and then the other one there's no door it's just gone there's a moldy broken soap dispensers that drunk girls are still using and I'm like you're oh, spreading bacteria god. you should stop I do feel bad for girls a lot. I'm like, man, if y'all had a bad bathroom, that sucks. Oh, we get a bad bathroom, it's like, and I'll still just pee wherever. Yeah, and you're like, I'm just gonna pee on all this other pee. So (laughs) the pee on whatever. Yeah, no, it was the worst. But you know, then I went to uh, House of Blues, and House of Blues is Dallas. Yeah, we saw we saw more metal shows and Me Without You and some stuff. Dude, Me Without You. Yeah, yeah. I saw them at the Granada in uh, in uh, Lawrence, Kansas. They didn't really. They put like, on a fucking show. They actually just played Tower not long ago, <gasps> with Pedro the Lion. Oh fuck, Pedro. Yeah, or it may have been David Bazan. David Bazan. Okay, I saw David Bazan once in Tulsa. I drove to Tulsa to see him, and I'm like, dude, there's like 12 people here. Who the fuck are it's you? Crazy. Why are people not packed? He, this uh, is the best. He opened for Jimmy World when I saw them at the Diamond Ballroom, oh. and I'm like, you fucking guys aren't even ready for David. But like, no one knew who he was. <laughs> Me and I was like, this guy fucks, man. Like, this guy's so good. <laughs> oh my gosh, I saw Silver Sun pickups and <laughs> oh, my oh shit, I'm oh jealous. Oh my god, Foster, I never I think saw it them. was like Foster the People were opening for them. Nice bill. 
Well, okay. At oh. the time, it probably was them opening for Foster's, uh, Foster's People now is, uh, so I went and saw, like, when they opened for Paramore, because, like, wife loves Paramore. We went to that concert. Like, there's 10 minutes of their set now. It's like, hey, okay, so we're going to play Pumped Up Kicks. We get it. Like, this is the one song you all know us for, but we have to, like, have a 10-minute disclaimer before we sing it. Oh, shit, yeah. This is not a good song. Yeah, no, it was, I mean, the whole show, for, okay, so it was in one of those where you have to sit down, and I was young enough that that pissed me off. Um, but it was full of all these, like, middle-aged white women who were drunk off spritzers, <laughs> and they were like, who is Silver Sun Pickups? Why do Bitch, people what? keep talking about them? And I was like, holy shit, who are you? What are you doing? <laughs> who even are you? I, I'm like, why did you pay for these tickets? They're headlining. Fucking privilege, man. I was just like, get out of here. It's like you've never listened to Lazy Eye and stared sadly at a wall. Uh, That's a whole vibe. You've never listened to Lazy Eye and stared at a wall and it shows. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. There's one. I'm drawing a blank now of like one of the best shows that I've ever been to. Lover Spit. Who is that? Uh, God damn it. uh, (laughs) Okay. Well, it's. It was amazing, and it was at, like, the Orange Peel in North Carolina, and it was phenomenal. First of all, I think half of their band members were so stoned that uh, they didn't know what was going on. But these people, there's, like, 12 or 14 people in this band, and in the middle of each set, they would trade instruments, and everyone just knew how to play everything. Whoa, that's metal. Yeah. That is tight. Yeah. I was like, this is probably the coolest show I've ever been to. It's like, um, what was that band? Anathalo. I don't know if you ever listened to them, but every band in, or every member in that band could play like a brass and oh, a geez. traditional. I'm like, so they would switch from like playing the bass and then they would bust out a trumpet. Oh, like, all you motherfuckers can play like everything. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever go to the conservatory, Shay? I know. Uh, my like live venues, like, I have not, I did like Project Revolution down at Dallas in that big like open air place the one year like they were there with like I think it was like Lincoln Park, My Chemical Romance, <laughs> Taking Back Sunday, all them. I got to see Big D in the kids table there because they were like outside opening in the parking lot and I saw a girl pass out. Jesus. It was just from the raw heat. Uh, I set my hand on the ground at the grass at that venue and I didn't notice a cigarette butt was burning into my hand. It was Jesus. So hot. Ugh. But yeah. It gets fucking hot down there for sure. But yeah, no, in recent years, like, occasionally something at the Zoo Amphitheater. Oh, yeah. Which is, I like it. It's really chill. Zoo Amp's not bad. People kind of shit on it, but. That's where I saw my first concert, and that was my, I think it was, fa- like, I love that place. I went back and saw Third Eye Blind there, too. and I'm Damn. Like, I love- <laughs> They come through there a lot. What was your first I, concert? Uh, Steve Miller Band. Damn. Fly yeah. like an echo. I, I didn't even know who it was. <laughs> I was in Space Jam shit. <laughs> but, like, my friend, her mom had tickets, and she's like, oh, let's just go. And we went, and it was just, like, a bunch of, like, middle-aged people, high or super drunk. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was fantastic. I was like, what? My mom let me go to this? <laughs> I was amazed. <laughs> Jesus. Um, speaking of Third Eye Blind, though, by the time this is... At the time of this recording, I think they're just about to play at the Criterion. Oh my gosh, I've seen them so many show, times. Yeah. I had to stop, but they were awesome. They're pretty good, yeah. And they say they love Oklahoma, and I'm like, you've been here 400 times. They, so you come here a lot, really yeah. Do. Seems like Third oh Eye gosh. Blind. I'm trying to think of the other bands that always come with them, but it seems like there's like this one group of bands that always comes together. 
and I can't remember who the other bands that have come with them before were, but um, it does seem like every other month they're like coming through here, like shit. They know, Fucking they know where they can make some money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always like I love it, and it's a diverse crowd because sometimes you go and you're like, oh my gosh, this is just gonna be full of fucking boring people, but I love this music. But it's a really, it is a diverse crowd. But I've had people they're like. How fucking old are you? Why are you listening to Third Eye Blind? I'm like, because it's good music. We uh, have you heard Jumper? We're getting. <laughs> <laughs> we get some. We've been getting some good shows, man. It's nice that you know we're kind of getting like some cooler venues and bands are knowing us a little bit more. It used to be that you'd have like a good show once every few months or something, but now there's been times where you have to almost have to like choose the day. Like, dang, what band am I going to see? Like, at the choose between concerts on the same day, which is. A dope problem to have, but yeah. glad to see OKC is getting some like badass shows lately. Yeah, well, and back in the day, all we had was the con- was it even the conservatory or was it the green door? It was the green door and then the conservatory yeah, like, and then Diamond it. Ballroom. Oh yeah, Diamond Ballroom. I saw. I've seen a shitload of good shows there. I've seen Third Eye Blind there. <laughs> yeah, they played there a lot. I saw. Uh, man, who of all have I seen there? Thirty Seconds to Mars. I saw Jack's Mannequin there. Taking Back Sunday in Berlin. Seen a bunch of bands there. You saw Taking Back Sunday there? Yeah, with Anne Berlin. I think I saw that. Was that like no. a long time ago? Man, it was probably, it was New Again Tour. So that was probably like 2010, 2011, oh, no. around then, 20, 2009-ish. Really? I graduated 2009, so it was probably right around that. But, nah. They had some banger shows, and I would still go, if it's the right band, I'm going to see Silverstein in oh, March. Nice. Um, at the Diamond, so I'm gonna go to that for sure. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite favorite venues. That is for sure. Um, well, I appreciate you guys taking the time to come yeah. chat with me about uh, you know, a little little animation, a little growing up, uh, indoctrinated with church, and <laughs> you know some of these uh, favorite concerts we've been to. Um, real quick, why don't you tell people where they could follow like the Escape, keep up with like the new room and all that good stuff, and maybe follow you guys on social. Oh, yeah, on social, just at the Escape OKC. We're on, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just follow us there, and we do, like, we do promotions, giveaways, any new news. You'll see it there. Right on. Um, Shay, you got anything to say? Can you want people to follow you on social or what? Uh, dude, like. He's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I do my own little, like, card game podcast on the side, and I'm, like, laughably bad at Twitter. Like, it's a meme with my audience, so. <laughs> I'm just I'm not even gonna embarrass myself with the twi- like throwing my Twitter <laughs> handle out there. Bridget, you're a good follow on Twitter. Why don't you throw yours out? Well, thank you. I'm I'm uh, at Bite Elephants, but like half the time I just tweet about food and shit. Uh, you tweeted something the other day that had me cracking up. I can't remember what it was now. I we'll have to figure out what it was and I'll talk to you about it. But yeah, you're always tweeting some random shit that'll like make me laugh. I'm like, dang, <laughs> Bridget's at it again here. Oh, thank this you. This is good content. Thank you. Because <laughs> I, I live, like, all the way out in the sticks, and I don't talk to anyone anymore, so it just bleeds out onto Twitter. I know. That's how people feel about me. I live in Yukon, so it's like I yep. don't exist. Yep. If you don't live in the urban core, you don't <laughs> exist to anyone. I'm not jaded, though. Yeah, it's nice. Anyway, <laughs> well, as always, guys, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Go do this damn room. Tides of treason.